Welcome to another Game Changers podcast for real estate agents. My name is Tom McGivern, and today I'm going to be talking about tactics for real estate agents in the new market. The market shifted big time, and I feel like I should do a podcast about, hey, how do you navigate and how do you make money, stick with this business, and don't drop out like a lot of real estate agents are doing right now and will do and continue to do over the next few uh the next few months um, and year or so. So if you've never heard of me, my name is Tom McGivern. I'm a licensed broker associate. This web, this podcast here is um, kind of like the audio material for all the stuff that I've written over the years and all the videos I've done on bangthephones.com. If you don't know what bangthephones.com is, you can listen to the podcast. The first podcast will tell you all about why I am doing this podcast and what Bang the Phones is all about. But essentially, this is my my hobby, right? And I'm turning my hobby of blogging, about being a real estate agent, about how to be an effective uh, you know, income earner in this business. And my hobby of doing podcasts, I'm turning it into money in your pocket. That's what I do. Bangthephones.com is everything completely free. You can go there and grab information on you know, lead generation. I have 32 32 uh, articles, podcasts in there, uh, lead conversion, how to convert uh, you know, leads. I hate calling them leads, but that's what the industry calls them. So I refer to them as that so people understand what they are. They're basically relationships, right? You're trying to create relationships. I have um, a 39, uh, uh, you know, basically 39 articles on selling, the art of selling, how, how to help somebody make decisions. 11 scripts. Um, there's stuff in there for team leaders and managing your business. A whole bunch of different things. So go there, you check it out. Everything is 100% free. And uh, of course, you can download the handbook, bangthephones.com slash handbook. Uh, and that's basically how to make six figures consistently without uh, out spending any money. So let's talk about the tactics. The tactics that you you know, should be aware of. And I figure, you know what I do? Is I go through my day. What do I do? What's a portion of my day that's dedicated towards creating uh, re relationships, cultivating relationships, all right? Because you create relationships and then you cultivate relationships. And that's what this business is all about. And I'm going to go through my day and then I'm going to go through, I don't know, about 12 or 13, maybe 14 different things that you can be doing right now. Some will cost you some money. Most will cost you very little or no money. And uh, I'm going to get into those. And that's going to be huge for a lot of people. So the first thing is daily prospecting. What is daily prospecting? It's basically, it's for me, it's the most fun part of my day. Um, I start like this. First and foremost, I serve my active clients. So if I have an active relationship, someone who's looking to actively buy, rent, or sell, whether it's commercial real estate, residential real estate, an investor, an end user, whatever it is, I have an established relationship with this person. I tend to their needs first. That's the first thing that I do. I, I pull up what's going on in the MLS. I look at all the uh, the leads. I look at any contacts that I may get from people that I've left a letter for. If they're trying to sell a house, if I can, you know, if I have buyers right now, there's nothing on MLS. I should be doing something to find listings, and I always am. So I check those first. Hey, what's out there? This is mainly for my clients. I also look at if I have deals. Okay, in contract, I'm serving my clients' needs first. 
who's got a closing coming up? Let me look at, you know, do I have appraisals that I need to schedule? Do I need to get back to an appraiser? Am I responding to, you know, looking at what an inspection report happened? All right, I'm tending to those things all first. If I have a deal, like currently I woke up this morning, I had I had to call somebody about a piece of land um, because I'm representing the seller. I, I, I'm list, I listed land. I called the buyer back. I'm trying to make that deal, get that, get an offer in. The second thing I did was I'm following up on a showing I did yesterday, serve, you know, showing one of my clients a, con- a commercial building. First thing I did, uh, this is the second thing I did. I got on and followed up on an email. I got all the information about the property and I emailed my client. Those are taking care of my clients. And then I'm looking at all my active stuff. Now, after I do that, the second thing I'm going to do, and this kind of goes with the first, is that um, I don't put my clients on automatic searches. I, for a majority of my my clients, I clients, okay, not prospects. If someone's a person I just met, I might put them on something where they're going to get automated emails. Maybe I, I call, I spoke with them, and you now they don't quite have the qualifications to get a pre-approval right now. They're looking to buy in about six, seven months. Those people I'm going to keep in touch with, but they I might I might put them on some sort of automated search. Okay, whatever platform I'm using, if I'm using MLS or I'm using uh, something like Real Scout, like I do, or a Collab, which is another program I use. Usually I use those with clients, but I'll put them in there. But for the most part, anybody that I'm actively kind of looking with and for, I'm going to have the email sent to me. So any new listings that come up, they get sent to me. I check those. All right. I don't send automatic emails to, you know, qualified prospects and uh, people who have you know qualifications they're ready to go they're looking to buy the next three months you know uh i send that stuff to myself i review everything and then i cherry pick them and i personally send them emails takes a little bit of time but let me tell you my clients appreciate it and it helps me stand out amongst what i think a lot of a lot of agents do out there so the next thing that i'm going to be doing as i'm doing all this stuff I review hot listing leads. Uh, and uh, if you were confused by anything, that was my phone that was ringing in the background. So it wasn't your phone, it was mine. But uh, the um, this hot listing leads. So if you have a CRM, okay, contact relationship management system, whatever it's called, you want to be able to group things appropriately. And I always put this as my own group. If I have a hot listing lead, someone who's really eminently thinking about, uh, is that the right word? Eminently? Well, whatever. They're in the short term have indicated, hey, I want to sell. I go through those every single day. Even if I know I didn't add anybody from the day before, it's just a pattern of doing the same exact thing over and over again. So I look at my hot listing leads and then I might want to update them and uh, also maybe send them an email, maybe a mass email if I have them grouped, um, text or phone call, right? Now, this the next thing I'm going to do, okay, this is the fourth thing, is I'm going to check emails. You want to correspond with all the folks, stay on top of your emails with all your contacts, including agents, so that you, again, stand out from the crowd, doing the things you need to do, serving is always selling. Uh, so I check my emails. The, you might check your emails first. I, I don't really check my emails first. I do other stuff. And as I'm doing it, you might end up seeing things, but I go through my emails after I've done those other few things. Uh, the next thing is I check industry news, mortgage rates. I look at the mortgage rate every single day. It's real simple. Go to Mortgage News Daily. Boom. I see it right there every single day. And I look at industry news. 
my company sends out an email, which helps me a lot from all the yesterday's uh, activities, any articles that came out on realtor.com. If there's an update, uh, uh, CPI report or any kind of reports that come out or articles about housing starts and everything else, I look at that every single day. Uh, CNBC is also a great website to, uh, to check out. There's videos, things like that. So I check industry news, mortgages. The next thing is I button up all my loose ends, right? So I look at it, everything. I organize all my appointments. I make sure my schedule is tight, makes sense. And uh, I'm doing things that are meaningful uh, throughout, you know, the day. Also, uh, in doing this, I also try to look at appointment times that I'm not filling or that are not, that are not you know, full. So if I have like a Thursday uh, afternoon between 3 and 7 or 7.30 at night, I'm just using that as an example. And I don't have, I have a lot of white space there. I'm, I look to fill that with a possible, you know, maybe a coffee with a, with, with a past client, uh, a buyer appointment, really, really trying 10, you know, 10 X or go, I hate using that term, but you know, really, uh, doubling my efforts to find a house for somebody so I can schedule an appointment during that empty space time that I know could be dedicated towards an appointment and organizing my time around that. Uh, the, Kind of like last thing I do is I set up reminders. So for future communication. So if I'm doing something and I see somebody and I sent them an email to, to somebody, I'm either doing this in my CRM you know, on a to-do list. I'm creating little to-dos, activities that I know I need to do in the future. And or I pick up my phone. I have an iPhone. And I would just say, hey, Siri, set a reminder for 2 p.m. tomorrow to follow up with Dave regarding his house uh, cleanup. Boom. And that's what I do. Uh, you can also write those things down. I like to use a steno pad for, you know, because it splits the page, a little pad. So on the left-hand side, I'm going to be doing things. On the left side of that pad is things that, hey, I need to get these things done today. And then on the right side of that pad is like kind of overall projects that I might be working on. Like I need to do a podcast this week or I need to, whatever it is, kind of longer term things go on the right-hand side. And all of those, by the way, are part of a, a, a broader plan. Uh, that it's you know a results driven purpose uh results oriented purpose driven massive action plan or rpm plan and i've written about that in uh, on bang the phones so if you check out bangthephones.com and you put in search you know rpm boom it'll pull up i'm not an expert on that field on that topic but i do use uh an rpm to plan kind of like my month uh you know my month and my year i don't do the daily weekly planning cuz i been through that and I just find it to not be my, doesn't fit my personality, but you want to have that. You want to have, Hey, what's the purpose behind everything that I do here? If you have that, it's huge. There's now this all fits in place and it's not a to-do list, a uh, simple, you know, you know, mundane thing over and over again that I'm going to do or, or boring or for the purposes of serving my business. This is all me trading time for money so that I can use money and live my life. I don't live my life for my my career. I use my career to live my life. It's a huge difference. Um, so anyways, that's a little bit more in-depth stuff that I go into. I usually go into that on the consults. So if you go to bangthephones.com, click on consultation, you'd, it's a little package I offer there. And again, I always preface that with, I don't do this to make money, <laughs> but I can't trade time uh, for free anymore. So the... Uh, I do charge, you know, whatever it is, $99 or $100 for three full appointments 
with me. If you have your questions, you want to go over stuff, you want to design your, you're kind of like your real estate career. How am I going to do this? How do I make more income? How do I leave this team and generate my own lead so I can make more money? Huge. That's huge. Um, if you didn't listen to it, the podcast that is the eight questions that will change everything, you should listen to that. It is a, uh, it's, I don't know, nine minutes, and it's probably the best podcast that I've ever done in my life. And um, it certainly has the eight questions there that, in my opinion, if you answer them honestly, can kind of like change things and how you look at things a little bit. Anyways, let's talk about this tactics for the new, the new market. Those are things that you're going to do every single day. That's just a little list. That's what I do. You could take it for what, you know, and, and roll with it, but that's a good, solid prospecting, uh, good, solid prospecting activity. Now, other things to consider would be, uh, you know, if you pay for um, a service like a Red X or a Land Voice, or you split that cost with somebody else, which is one of the things that I'm going to go over here, split a cost uh, of that service so that you can get for sale by owners, expireds, geographic leads. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different stuff that you can do there, especially with the Red X. Um, but so your morning, the ninth thing or the 10th thing on that list that I just went over might be, hey, call four for, for sell by owners, follow up with four. So it's four and four. Quick, I'm going to call four new ones and I'm going to follow up with the four best ones. And oh, by the way, usually some of those are mixed in with my hot listing leads. They're already there but I want to add maybe two. I want to always be adding, subtracting, taking away, but my effort goes to my clients and my most important people first, my VIPs, and then I'm going to get to all those. But guess what? I get to all of them. I always do it and I always do it every single day. It's a key to generating income and, and earning just a straight, easy six-figure income. It's not rocket science. Okay, a couple other things. As we move into this new market where listings are tighter and everything else, I gave you the template for how to generate some business in the morning every single day. Uh, the couple of things you might want to do is consider joining a 100% brokerage or uh, joining with a broker that who's willing to pay you 100%. It's a great way to increase your income. So if you did five deals at 50% last year, you do the same five deals or you do only three deals but you make 100%, you're going to make the same income you made last year. God forbid you're only doing five deals. You, you know, you better be part-time if you're doing it. And this, this will work for a part-time part person too. Like if you got to go to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, get up an hour earlier. You can do everything a lot during emails. And right before you, as you're going to work, you just shoot some texts. Hey, I'm available at 12 talk, da 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 You could do this too. What I just went over is easy. Um, so no excuses. The... Uh, Next thing too is I would look at a uh, a good CRM. If you if you're not using a CRM, I use Referral Maker Pro. It's very inexpensive, but I think there's HubSpot. It's like free. Uh, it's a CRM. You just put them in, put the emails and everything in there. I like to use Referral Maker Pro. It allows me to do email uh, mass emails, and your CRM should have that function. If you don't have that, and you can't send one email to all your buyers. Right, my, my hot buyers, or let's say your long-term buyers. I'm putting them on a drip campaign. By the way, I don't use like boilerplate drip campaigns. It's you know with the holiday alerts and uh, happy Veterans Day and all this stuff. I don't do those. I send out on a, on a schedule. I'm sending them, uh, these people an email 
on this this time and i send a good amount of emails i don't do like one a month okay that's a joke and all my emails are centered around one thing serving the people what are, what what are these people interested in that's what i'm sending them not sending them recipes for chocolate cake so a crm will allow you to kind of design who you're going to contact especially as you use groups and group them effectively for instance investors okay rental property investors flip investors Wholesale investors, if you want to get that technical, right? That's four groups right there. Then I might have four sell by owners. Uh, those people might be in hot listing leads, some of them, right? Uh, then I have another group called, uh, called sellers. Anybody who owns a home is a seller in my, in my CRM. Uh, um, and again, it's there to serve them. I'm going to offer up, hey, a market update. Uh, what in a, And then I can look through it and say, oh, wow, a new listing hit this uh, neighborhood. This is where my client lives, right around the corner. I'm going to send them the, the listing. Say, hey, this just listed in your your uh, your neighborhood. It's pretty cool uh, house, whatever. Um, but they're going to be interested in stuff like that. I I am, and I know people are. They see a for sale sign in the neighborhood. They're like, whoa, what's what's going on there? And then they go home, and they, they're going to go look it up. They check your email, and they got an email from me already. I stay on top of things. CRM will allow you to do that. I highly recommend as you move into 2023, you look at, a good solid CRM that's inexpensive and allows you some functionality. Okay, print up one page price estimate. You can use the uh, RPR, or uh, if you're not using RPR, it is um, NARRPR.com. If you're a realtor, you you should have access that for, uh, access to that for free, and they offer one page reports. You should print one up. Some people do the Zillow, a Zillow estimate because people are familiar with that. I prefer RPR because it's more professional and uh, I'm a realtor. I'm not a Zillow-er. I don't belong to Zillow. Zillow doesn't pay me anything. Zillow is my enemy and I'm not going to help market them. But that's just my opinion. Anyways, I'm going to pull up a one-page report on their house, You know, 123 ABC Street. Uh, I will print up the price estimate for what, what it shows on RPR, which is a great website. And I might put a post-it note or a little note on the actual piece of paper and put it in their door. I might hit a block or something like that. Just plan ahead. And I'll just say, hey, uh, if you'd like a more uh, thorough now, you know, thorough report on what your home value is, just give me a call, 631-831-9048. I'll do that for expired listings, which is the next kind of like blending this in. We're going to see more expired listings as we move into 2023. Make no mistake. For sell by owners was the thing the last two years. Expireds went way down because what? Everything was selling. You had very few expireds. New expireds and old expireds. The old expireds that went through this entire market uh, of people that, you know, they, they listed in 2017, 2016, 2018 uh, and didn't sell. Those folks who are still didn't sell for whatever reason they put, they might be a very, very good target to reach out to and offer your services to and remember think of it that way always think of your service you are a good real estate agent you're going to get better the more you do everything i just said earlier you the more you do that the better you will get i guarantee it and then you'll have this ability and you want to give that ability to people that's what you're doing how do i service these people how do i service the expired listing that's a good way print up the uh, the estimate from rpr and write a little note and put it in their, ma their mailbox, or you can mail it if you want, but I say just door knock, and you don't even have to door knock. This is where you just leave it. No one wants to door knock anymore in COVID. 
uh, after COVID. So let's see, call commercial real estate uh, signs for sale by owner, uh, rent by owner, commercial, and ask them if they're looking to buy property. This is a great way to, you know, you don't have to, you know, try and sell them on a listing. You're just calling them to say, hey, I see you own uh, the building on the corner of a, you know, ABC Street and, and Avenue A. Um, I just wanted to find out, you know, I've, I worked this area hard. I wanted to know if you're looking to buy anything right now. And you, they, it, they'll strike up a conversation. They're a much easier group of people to speak to, especially even if you get the person that's like the uh, gatekeeper, you get a secretary, maybe it's a bigger firm. You could say, hey, I'm calling, I'm trying to reach the owner. You know, work your way through those conversations to get to somebody who might be in acquisitions and or their sales department or whatever. Great way to generate business. Call local divorce attorneys, okay? Estate attorneys. A any real estate attorney that has anything to do with real estate. Divorce is good because they usually people get divorced and they have to do what? Sell a house. Uh, estate attorneys. People pass away. You contacting them, you're going to be taking them. Of course, real estate attorneys. Now, the real estate attorneys that just do real estate, they're probably not the best. I put them last on the list. You, you need a good real estate attorney, so you would call them. But they don't really generate referrals, in my opinion. But estate attorneys and divorce attorneys, they do. So you want to reach out to them. Ask them to meet with them for 15 minutes. Discuss referring uh, them business and earn their referrals. Huge, huge. You're not asking for referrals. You're going to say discussing that you're going to give them business and earn the right to get referrals from them. Um, you could place a, an ad in your local religious organization that you're a part of. Very usually economic, uh, economical. Um, again, that's kind of like advertising, which I'm not a big fan of. Make sure the ad is it says something about you that's just not your phone number. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell, you have to place correct ads. And the consultation that I offer on Bang the Phones, I go over over that you don't want to just put out like every other agent just says if you're thinking about buying or selling give me a call it's a waste of time you need something that says something you're offering them okay some problem that you're solving you could go niche or you could go general but have something of value to give to the people in your ads join facebook groups okay uh, from your personal facebook account just go there once a week and you know, like your friends' posts also on Facebook, social media, any people, uh, you know, just kind of stay on their radar. So if past clients, friends, family, you're not going to be posting, hey, I sold a house or comment on their thing like, hey, I just sold a house. Are you thinking about selling? You, no, you don't. And you don't have to post about Facebook like crazy. What you'll do is you just like their post, comment on their, you know, their kid's birthday, uh, uh, you know, just be normal, like, like enjoy the experience of using social media to keep in touch with people and be interested rather than, you know, rather than trying to be interesting. That's at a basic level and Facebook's great for that stuff. Uh, the Facebook groups, you want to join them and just want to, you know, whether it's a homeowner group, homeowner association, what group, if you're, if you live near there or in there, you, you join the Facebook groups, you answer people's questions and don't, then don't say at the end, Oh, thinking about selling, call me. I'll, you know, I can help you out. Just answer their question. They might, you know, visit your profile. If they do, great. If they don't, oh, well. Okay, so that's kind of a casual way of keeping in touch with folks and getting yourself out there. Um, now, 
I'm going to say this, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube shorts, uh, and LinkedIn, TikTok too. You're a real estate agent. And if you portray to people on a consistent basis that you're keeping in touch with the market, that you're listing houses, not so much that, but you have inventory that's going out and you're consistently offering them information, consistently offering information that matters to them. Uh, uh, and it could be trends. It could be about the, the latest, you know, uh, paint colors. It could be about the latest uh, in, in landscape design. It could be a number of things, but posting those things, posting videos, reels in particular, I think a lot of people, I should do a whole podcast on this, but I think a lot of real estate agents are still doing social media the way they were doing it back in 2011. And that is, that is just not what you should be doing. Okay. No, you need to, I'm going to do a, a podcast on it, but anyways, be relevant on your social media, put it out there that you have information that you're doing, you know, uh, uh, reels with the green screen, put an article behind you. If you go to my Instagram, Instagram.com, uh, obviously at the Long Island Tom, the Long Island Tom. That's my Instagram. You'll see what I'm doing. I'm no, by no means an expert. I don't have 50,000 people. I'm a real estate agent. I tell people that I'm not a social media. I am a real estate agent. And then that's it. So, but you'll see the content that I have there. And it's very consistent. Eat at the same restaurants. Start going to the same restaurants. If you're going to be going out, get a coffee, breakfast at the same place every week. If you go there, you go there three times a week. Be seen. Get to know the owners, employees, folks that visit the places you go to. If you're if they're online and you you know you're there talking, you can chit chat with somebody, maybe a colleague or something like that. Or you you know if you have a significant other or somebody, just draw you know drum up a conversation about something somebody behind you or in front of you might be like oh wait you sell real estate you know it happens all the time but you need to be in the same places eating at the same uh, uh areas getting to know folks because they'll get to know who you are join join the local chamber of commerce usually chamber of commerce is very inexpensive you want to join there and uh, uh focus on again a good ad on their their uh website and be part of their activities ribbon cuttings uh, set helping to set up things, being on any kind of groups that they have. What else, you know, like that's a good way to network. Uh, it's one area that I don't really focus on, but I have that there because it's um, uh, especially if you want to drum up business, you want to be in this business, you want to make money. These are great ways to do it. Attend networking events, right? Uh, AKA the, the local chamber of commerce, uh, any kind of other, um, whatever, uh, Elks Lodge. I don't even know what they, you know, I'm forgetting the names of, 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 of things, but some clubs, things like that, attend those. You could join a, uh, uh, business to business. What do you call those? Um, La Tip, something like that. Uh, another great way, uh, but you have to spend the money and join and you can get referrals there for, for like $800, whatever they cost. That is, I would think a raw, good raw way to get referrals, but you have to bring energy. You have to bring information. You have to be there every single time, every single meeting, and you got to give in order to get, don't forget that. And the more you're involved in that, I guarantee you that's, that can come back to you. So these are all great ways to do things, guys. Listen, the golden rule of marketing 
is don't sell yourself, sell the solving of someone else's problem. Remember, they have a challenge. What's their challenge? How can I help them? If you remember that, and then you remember the second rule of selling, which is to serve. Never disagree with people when they talk to you. Always agree and say, I understand. Oh, I agree with what you're saying. And then you can say whatever it is you want to say, even if it's contrary to what they believe. Let's say somebody says out oh, my house, you sit down, you get a CMA, you're all excited. And they start talking about how their house is worth $750,000 and you know it's worth $550,000. But you don't have to say, I disagree with you that your house is worth $750,000. You don't have to say, oh, I don't think so or whatever. We'll get into a, a fight, especially on a phone. People like to get like into in-depth conversations trying to make an appointment. Listen to my my scripts uh, 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 podcast and, and go to the banglephones.com and read those things. Get better at your scripts. Get better at your dialogues. Remember, somebody says something that's contrary to what you uh, know for a fact. You don't have to vomit all over them how, how knowledgeable you are. It's not about being right. It's about helping the person understand where things are and getting them to sign a document that says you're, they're going to list with you. Okay. That's going to wrap it up for this uh, episode. If you have, um, oh, wow, I went really long. This is like 30 minutes. Oh, wow. I apologize for that. Hopefully you got something out of this. Be sure to check out bangthephones.com. Go to the Discord. Sign up for free um, on uh, for the BTB Inner Circle and the handbook. Download it. Make 100000 250000 Not spending any money. I'll see you on the next one.